Welcome to Confessional. I'm Kayla Shelton, along with Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your darkest. Confess to us. We won't tell. So you can tell us anything. No one's listening. On today's confessional, fails. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the confessional. My name is Mike Moran, and I am joined by co-host Lily Sparks. Lily, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for uh, coming by and co-hosting today. Thanks for having me. We have a very special episode today, Lily. Ooh. We have the celebrity chef, Jerome Brown. Oh, my God. Chef, how are you doing? What's going on, man? How you doing? Oh, we're doing good. Thanks for coming by. And talking to us today, Chef, can you tell sure. us? Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What you're working on? What you got going on? Yeah, man. Right now, we're just revving up for my um, international tour. Uh, you know, I'll be hitting, hitting countries like London, England, and uh, Dubai, um, Nigeria, uh, Nairobi, France. Awesome. Uh, can't wait, man. Headed back to Napa Valley and uh, Sonoma area as well so you got quite a bit coming up man promoting the uh my current cookbook uh carolina soul oh the nice home base of the carolinas yeah man awesome got a little bit of everything that's where i was born oh yeah oh, outside of chapel hill okay yeah so yeah, yeah. i'm a carolina fan Tar awesome Hills. awesome i grew up in virginia but i was born in north carolina it's all good it's all good next yeah. door neighbor absolutely <laughs> is this your first european tour no, 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 not at all. Actually, it's like my fifth, and I'm, I'm excited about it. Awesome. You know, it never gets old, man. Wow. It never gets old. Wow, sounds great. Yeah. How, what do you do on your uh, on your tours exactly? What kind of presentation do you do? So we, we do some live cooking shows, man. Um, you know, I travel with my DJ. You know, I do a lot of things for heads of state um in some of these countries uh you know which is always pretty cool to see you know royalty and cool. and such um but we do a lot of live cooking shows we do some speaking to youth organizations schools you name it oh that's great uh, yeah man so I, I love it man. what's your yeah. what's your specialty when it comes to cooking so because i am a uh, personal chef by trade, I had to be a little versed in everything, right? Mm-hmm. I had to know a little bit of everything, but that, by definition, um, Southern Cuisine with a gourmet twist, you know, classic American, um, and some French as well. So awesome. I do a little bit, of, I do a little all of it. Awesome. Sounds great. Do you have a, a website or a, or a page or something you'd like to direct our listeners to? Yeah, my website is uh, cookwithrome.com and um, Instagram and and uh, Facebook is Jeff Jerome Brown. Cool, cool. And yeah, yeah, I answer all my own emails. That you know, you know, I, I don't get too big headed with it. You know, sure. So you sure. can't reach me. You can't reach me. All right, sounds great. Well, Lily, 
Today, we are discussing fails. Ooh. Now, that is a subject you and I probably know a little bit about. Oh, I'm well-versed. Yeah, yeah. We were saying on the way up, it's hard for us to think of stories because that's just kind of part of our lives. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure someone like Chef, Chef Jerome could tell us failure is a part of success, right? I mean, you got you to gotta fail a lot in order to win eventually. Am I right about that? Oh, yeah. I thought you were asking him, <laughs> not me. <laughs> that's why I was like... So, in, in other words, you just failed again. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop. That's all right. Succeed any second now, dude. <laughs> any second now. Hey, Chef, that's our uh, producer, Jimmy Seleski, who chimes in every now and again. I'm the, I'm, the, I'm, I'm the brains behind this operation. I'm the guy who linked you guys up when uh, your manager originally. Dom- yeah. Okay. Cool. Dominic, yeah. Yeah. Nice to meet you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, let's uh, let's jump into a listener confession here. This is from Frank Andrew, who is from Ohio. Second date with a girl, I totally tripped on a staircase. She laughed hysterically. Just getting home from a movie, we were racing up the stairs to my place when my goofy ass tripped on a stair. As I stood up, I could definitely hear her laughing hysterically. I felt like dying right there. Luckily, it didn't have too much of an impact because we ended up getting married. That happened to me, <laughs> except without the marriage. Without the marriage part. <laughs> yeah, we're over. How did that happen to you, Lily? <laughs> I was, oh, I was like, um, we were hanging out. I was walking out of his house, and I like tripped down right. his like front porch stairs and fell on my ass. I feel like that's that's a thing that all of us have have experienced at some point, right? Yeah, he didn't fail. He got married to her. Right. Yeah. I guess. Well, he failed up. Failure is a part wait, of success. Wait, yeah, fails a part of success. <laughs> you gotta fall to get married. Right now, the, in the world of cooking, every now and then you gotta you gotta deal with stairs while carrying stuff. Have, have you ever had anything like that, Chef? Listen, man, I'll never forget the first time I was in Colorado Springs. Uh-huh. I was young, nineteen, in the U.S. Army, and I had a, I had a couple hundred bucks. So, uh, like, literally, like, 200 bucks. Okay. So, there was this girl that I wanted to take out, that I wanted to, you know, wanted to date. And I finally talked to her and giving me a date. And at that time, I had never gone to Red Lobster before, right? All right. Never gone to Red Lobster. So, I'm going to take my last 100 bucks. Um, well, first of all, I went and bought this, like, really nice sweater, right? Spent 100 bucks on the sweater. Okay. So, I take the last 100 bucks take this girl out to Red Lobster. Right. So we get there, everything is going well, and one of my favorite foods is clam chowder. Okay. Right? Um, and so New England clam chowder. So of course I order that. Right at the end of the meal, the lady is, you know, the waitress is taking up our our, our, uh, our plate. Right. And she turns around and spills the clam chowder all over me. Oh my goodness! I need oh, your that's sweater. not it. That's not a sexy and she's smell. Dying laughing. Oh. <laughs> the waitress is like dying laughing. Whoa! And I'm like yo. Wow. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my. Yeah, I've had that. I've had that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, did you get married? Is the question? No. Okay. I don't know, and I never saw her again. You never that. saw her again. <laughs> oh my god! He was like. Take your last 20 bucks and uh, dry clean your cham clouder sweater. <laughs> cham clouder. Exactly right. <laughs> Did you clean the sweater? More importantly, more important than the girl. How's the sweater? You don't have the girl, but do you still have the sweater? No, 
And that's oh, actually considered a good night at Red Lobster, too. So that's <laughs> that's what you pay for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I remember I was, I was so psyched when we finally got a Red Lobster in my, in my hometown of Harrisonburg, Virginia. It was a big deal. Everybody was talking about it. I wanted to try lobster so bad because it looks so good on those commercials where they crack the, the claws open, you know? Right. I know. And, and then I got there, and it, it, would, it was just seafood, and I didn't like it all that much. The cheesy biscuits, though. I I vomed clam chowder once, and I haven't had it since. Really? Yeah. When did you vomit clam chowder? Uh, high school. <laughs> <laughs> I was really into clam chowder for like three months. Right. I got it from like Harris Teeter. Like, right. <laughs> I just get that clam chowder and be like, yeah. hell yeah. <laughs> and then one day, I was like, hell no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, yeah, so that, I guess I failed on clam chowder. Yeah. Lots of clam chowder stories. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I, I vomited sesame chicken from the mall once, and I couldn't eat it for years afterward. Oh, that's a bummer. I, I love know. sesame chicken. I love it again, though, now. Wait. But speaking of vomiting, we have another confession here. <laughs> this is from Simone S. Uh, from the British the the British Virgin Islands. Ooh, British Ooh. Virgins, baby. Right. All right. I know all virgins. Right. She <laughs> says, saw a drunk friend puke all over himself while seated on a couch at a party. Didn't help because I was having too much fun. And yes, I was this person's ride home. <laughs> now, I can relate to this because for a while there, I was an Uber driver. Oh. Believe it or not, uh, the podcasts and uh, comedy shows are not paying all the bills. I got to have a daytime hustle. <laughs> and I was driving, and a, a couple was very excited to tell me about the all this all they could eat seafood buffet that they just returned from, that I believe also had an, an open bar. And uh, now the, the, the girl didn't want me to take the route that the GPS was telling us. She had a better way, mm. uh, which, of course, ended up getting us lost. But thankfully, that allowed us enough time for the guy to puke all over my car. <sighs> yeah, and this was like 11.30 at night. It was my last ride of the night. I think I was actually going over to see a girl, uh, and that did not happen that night because I was covered in uh, seafood puke. <sighs> And, uh. and then he, and then he like wouldn't. He like was fighting with me. He was like arguing with. Me. I had to like kick him out at like a gas station. We proceeded to peel off all of his puke stained clothes while his girlfriend yells at him. And uh, and and then I had to spend the whole next day taking my car in. And I'll, I'll tell you this: I eventually lost that car because someone slammed into it. But for the rest of that car's lifetime, it smelled like the vents smelled. Like blew the smell of, yeah. of vomity seafood. Oh my god! Yeah. You never, you never get rid of that smell, dude. Yeah, one it of my was friends, one of my friends threw up outside the window of my back seat, and I cleaned up everything. He made it all outside the car, but there was a little bit of puke that like sat right. in like the door jam right. that you uh. couldn't see when you shut the door. Sure. And I smelled that for like months, right. and then finally it was like. A quarter size amount of puke. Right. But that never it. goes away. You throw up in somebody's car, that's Yeah, it's, you yeah, gotta yeah. get him a new car. At least his yep. friend at least your friend tried. Yeah, he tried. My he guy tried. didn't even open the window. I kept begging him to open the window because it was several projectiles. 
and uh, he would not. <laughs> it was pretty awful. What I want to know is, did you get five stars after that? <laughs> well, you know, they gave me they gave me a cleaning fee, but it was so bad that it didn't even cover it. You know, like it's uh, wow. it took all day to. Uh, I think it was on a holiday too, so I had to like find a place that was open. It was awful. Ugh, I can still smell it. Man, this podcast is quickly turning into the puke episode of Confession. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Puking is a fail. It's an L. Oh, yeah. That's Puking's an L. L. Absolutely. I don't think there's any winning stories involving vomiting yeah. that I'm aware of. I have of. a, like, phobia of puking, but not of, like, other people puking, but myself puking. Really? You down with OPP, though? Huh? Other people puking? Like, other people puking, like, I don't like it. Like, I'm not like, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you. But it doesn't make me puke. Jimmy, did you just say down with OPP? Yeah. Other people puking? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. Fuck? Come on, bro. That just completely just zero. Oh, zero goodness. reaction. I was like, all right, fine. I'm that leaving was, then. That was pretty good. I'm leaving then. Fuck oh, you guys. I was so focused on my fears. Right, right. <laughs> my bad. You actually put down your mic when you said that. <laughs> drops the mic. Oh, Sorry, man. I'll acknowledge you later, Jimmy. <laughs> Once I'm done telling about my fears on a podcast. All right, Chef Jerome, <laughs> tell yes, us your biggest food fail story. My biggest food fail story. Oh uh, man, I have a couple of them. All right. <laughs> so uh, Shaquille O'Neal, I was his uh, personal chef. Oh my goodness! Oh shit. The year they won the championship Whoa. in Miami. You, you weren't on, I remember his episode of Cribs on MTV. You weren't on that, were you? Yes. Were you really? Yep. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I did a little happy dance with you. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. So, so, so it, was, it, was a, it was Christmas, and, um, and he goes, he said, listen, I have, um, we have 100 people coming over tomorrow. I'm coming over for Christmas. I said, okay. So he says, I definitely want your macaroni and cheese with everything else that you make. Awesome. Decide to make. I said, okay, no problem. So, so I'm uh, I'm literally up like three days because they had a they had a game two days before Christmas. Wow. And of course, there's Christmas Eve, and then there's Christmas Day game, and it's an early game. It's a noon game. So, and when I and when Shaq invites you to his house. Of course you're gonna go, right? Of course. And so now I'm gonna go to Red Lobster yeah. instead. <laughs> <laughs> and there you'll end up puking. But right. um, but anyway, so the macaroni and cheese is literally out of like tons of stuff that I prepared. It's literally the last thing I'm making. It was the one thing for whatever reason. As many times as I've made macaroni and cheese in my life. Uh huh. It just would not come out right. It would never tighten up, thicken up, no matter what I did. Right. And, and so we were like, I guess like 30 minutes late with the food. Okay. And that was like, that's just like a huge no-no. Oh, sure. For him. Like, yeah, like no, you, you, just, you have no reason to be late, like literally not. Right, right. And I couldn't get the, that, that macaroni and cheese to come out right to save my life. Oh, man. no. So I so I called this store called Epicurean that just so happened to be a place that we deliver from. I said, listen, I need as much macaroni and cheese as you can get to me as fast as possible. Okay. So they show up with the mac and cheese. I lay it out, and he says, he comes back later. He was like, 
That sounds kind of like a... I have a mac yeah. and cheese fill story, too. Okay. It was 6 a.m. You know those mac and cheese in the cups? Oh, yeah. Very nice. I was making one, and I forgot to put water in, and the whole house smelled like burnt plastic for a day. <laughs> 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 so, wow. and let me tell you, my family wanted to fire me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Chef, I actually I have another memory of Shaq... I swear I read this in like one of those kids' magazines in middle school or something where it was, uh, they were asking his favorite foods. And I believe he said his mother's macaroni and cheese was his favorite food of all time. Am I right about that? Yes. Wow. It actually is. What, did you make yours like hers? No, I make mine very different from hers. Okay. But she, uh, but her macaroni and cheese is, is outstanding. It really is. Okay. Yeah, did she approve of yours? Real. Did she give you approval on yours? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, nice. man. Um, actually, the moms of all of my all of my NBA clients actually have had their approval. Oh, that's and awesome. I've been very, very fortunate in that regard. Oh, that's really cool. Cool. Who else have you cooked for? Yeah. Are you still friends so, with them? Um, so, so Shaq, I for NBA, on the NBA side, I Raymond Felton, Kenyon Martin, Mike Bibby, uh, Damon Jones. Chris Wilcox, Brevin Knight. Uh, I mean, 23 years of wow. NBA players. NFL had Cam Newton, uh, Darius Butler, wow. uh, Tyvon Branch. Uh, I've had Colin Powell. I've had uh, Carl King Carl Gustav from uh, Sweden. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, yeah, I did the Obama second inaugural ball. Uh, Priscilla Presley. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. N- never yeah, MJ, days, though? Man. Never man. never uh, stopped by MJ's place on Neverland Ranch? Nah, nah, nah. He didn't know. I, I was never at Mike's place. Well, you, Mike's you knew his there. wife's mom, though. <laughs> right? Isn't Priscilla? No. Priscilla Presley, yeah. yeah. Really? Isn't she? Um, uh, I think Priscilla Presley is Mike Jackson's ex-wife. Right? No, no, no. Lisa Marie Pres- Presley. Lisa Marie Presley. Yeah, Priscilla Lisa Presley. Marie was, yeah, I, had Pris- I, I cooked for Priscilla. You cooked for Michael Jackson's uh, mother-in-law. I, yeah. That's awesome. That is cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is, man. Well, at least it was up until a few months quiet. ago. <laughs> she was quiet? Very quiet lady. Very quiet okay. lady. Didn't sing much. Loved her grandkids. So. Okay, cool. She was in the Naked Gun films as well. Ooh, I love Naked Gun. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, well, that's great! That. You have another. Uh, you have another story for us. Um, you mean a fail? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell us about when you messed no up. No successes here. I know you have a lot of successes. Walt, Dig Walt Disney World. Um, you know, they have the Epcot, the world famous Epcot Food sure. and Wine Festival, every year, and I've, I've been fortunate to do it a few times. And we were working on this sauce for, uh, oddly enough, a lobster, a spiny lobster dish. And um, so I took all of this, so I was doing a mango sauce. I said, let's figure out what we could do with lime and the pits from the um, um, mangoes. So we boil all this stuff down, man. And I'm 
I'm trying to create something new here, and this sauce was so horrible. <laughs> we, we It literally took us five days to get this sauce right. But in the end, I mean, everybody in the kitchen is like tasting this sauce, and we're like, what the hell? Oh, my God, <laughs> terrible, right? We put this whole grain mustard in it, and it, was, it just went from worse to worse. Right. And at the end, on the last day, I told the guys, I said, let's try this. I don't even remember what I put in. We put this thing in. We let it cook. I said, just let it cook slow. Just let it cook. Right. And came back about three hours later and tasted the sauce. And I swear, every chef in the kitchen serves the best sauce wow. they ever had in their life. Oh, that's incredible. Damn. Crazy, man. You got Crazy. lost in the sauce. But yeah, I would never lost. do that again. Yeah. But you said you didn't even remember what you put in it? I don't even, not, not now, because it's been some years. It's like children's but, coughs here. Uh, <laughs> uh, they say the original <laughs> the original guy who invented uh, cold fusion, like how to fuse atoms together, figured it out, and people thought it was impossible. He figured out how to do it, but he forgot to write down how he did it so he could never do it again. <laughs> Jeez. And that's what that story reminded me of. That is that is a universal fail. It also yeah. goes back to our motif. It really is. Yes. A failure. Failing. This yeah. is some Thomas Edison shit, you know? Like, you try to make the light bulb. Like you found 10,000 ways not to make a mango salsa. Yeah. That's you how you do it. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I love mango salsa. I don't know. You add, I love salty and sweet. It's a good combination. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, Einstein's last words were uh, lost because his, uh, his maid did not speak uh, whatever language he was speaking. <laughs> um, German. I, yeah, I guess German. Yeah. And she didn't write it down, so no one knows what they are. See, Damn. that's yep. she that's couldn't even. Funny. It couldn't even just be like, "What did it sound like?" And right. Like, right. I don't know. It was like some. Dude, that totally would have been me. I would have been like, "I don't, I don't know. What am I gonna? You know." You'd think Einstein, if he were smart, he would have made his last words in English. You know. Well, he was on his deathbed, Jimmy. He, he, yeah, that, and he, I mean, think of how you are when you vomit. <laughs> right, <laughs> Imagine right. that, but die. You, you figured out like... relativity theory yet? It's give the guy a little bit of credit. <laughs> I'm just saying. Bro. Yeah. I'm just saying. Honestly, I thought for one second you were going to say his last words were lost in the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what was in that power. sauce? <laughs> <laughs> last words were down with OPP. <laughs> the only thing more content than the speed of light is that flavor. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we have a little bit of a different uh, confession here. This is from no, a, a comedian friend of mine named Vetket from D.C. She says she was uh, social media shamed in front of my comedy peers 16 times over eight months. I had to sue the nut. The other comics find it funny, but I don't. It was lewd, disgusting, and irreparably damaged my image and brand. But I'm resilient, and it just added to my set. Social media shaming. Vet Ket. Yeah. Oh my God. Are we talking about the drama? The DC drama are here you, in Baltimore? Are you aware of this drama? Oh, really? I know. I'm hip. Oh, I, I don't know about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It Somebody was, like, was sued, right? Yes. Like, oh, so wow. DC. Listen, here in Baltimore, we just. We get in Facebook arguments. Right, in DC, right. they sue. And give each other <laughs> nasty looks at shows. Yeah. I mean, we do that in Baltimore, too. Right, right. No, that's it. I have to say, um, I everything. There's two sides of every story, 
baby. Absolutely. Well, there's three sides. <laughs> Yours, mine, and the truth. Oh, true. And that's totally true. And I try to remember that when I get into a dispute. Like, I know I'm biased towards my own side. I know I'm probably embellishing things a little bit to work in my favor. But if we're going broad on the idea of, like, social media uh -huh. fails, I feel like it was... That's, like, a weird time. Like, because I grew up on, like, social media, sure. like, when I was 12. And I, like... I mean, I made a fa Facebook before I turned 13. I, I thank God I wasn't on social media when I was a teenager because yeah. I would have done some stupid, yeah. stupid stuff. I have. Oh, I'd probably be in jail or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, uh, do you have any uh, social media fails, Chef? Um, no. No. <laughs> I've been protected from myself on that. You know? Okay, good. Great PR team that is like, uh, yeah, don't put that on there. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. No. Yeah. That's good. I've uh, yeah, I've I've deleted a few things myself here and there. My friends will usually <laughs> let me know pretty quickly. Like, yeah, you might want to delete this, Mike. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, they keep me out of that, man. Uh huh. Is that a concern? Kind of being in the celebrity chef world. Is that does that ever become a thing? Are there ever like disputes or somebody says something real inappropriate? I mean, you know, it, it it can happen with anyone in the public eye. To tell you the truth, mm -hmm. but it, but it, it is inclusive of, of chefs. I mean, you you see stuff from celebrity chefs all the time that you know they got arrested for this or they got sued for that. Right. And you know, social media is undefeated. I tell people all the time. So you know, you really have to monitor every single thing, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at the stories from, um, what's the man from The View, uh, the, the Italian chef, mm -hmm. you know, every, everything he did is like, it hit social media and ultimately it cost him, it cost him a lot. What happened with him? Um, he got sued, the first time he got sued for like $2 million because he and his partners were, were I guess the tip share that they did, they weren't, they weren't uh, completely giving it to the wait staff like they should have been uh -huh. over a period of years. And they, it was a, they, the, the wait staff formed a uh, class action lawsuit and won, and that was $2 million. Whoa. And then you figure, um, you know, you go on, the, the success of the view was amazing. And, and then he ended up on, um, a sexual assault charge or sexual harassment. Oh charge. my goodness! I mean, and so you now, now that show's not even on the air. The view anymore, isn't. So, say it again. The view isn't on the air anymore. Uh, not the view. Uh, what was it called? The shoot. The shoot. Oh, the shoot. Oh, okay. The shoot. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry, okay. sorry, guys, not the view. <laughs> <laughs> the view. It's like, there was an Italian chef on The View? I could see that being a thing. Oh, okay. I thought it was all women. I was like, oh. I meant the chew. The chew. The chew. Okay. Uh, Obviously a play on The right. View, right? Right, right, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm starting to think we should change the name of this podcast to The Spew. <laughs> Well, it's really you were saying you had some you had some social media fails when you were younger. I'm like I'm sure I did. Mm -hmm. uh, I just I've been on the internet for so long. Right, your like whole I, life, pretty much, right? Yeah, like I think I spent many formative years on the internet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I like met my ex on a meme page. Sure. <laughs> which I guess is a fail. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, I don't know. It's just there's too many things with the internet. I feel like if there's like a huge cancel culture, like especially with my school, like right, right. Micah student body, there's some heat there. Oh, I'll oh, bet. I bet. I bet you can't even freaking you know take two. Not yeah. Stars. Um, I have a, if I may, I have a very relevant social media fail that just happened. Wait, you recently. failed on social media before? Yeah. Oh yeah, my God. You, Jimmy? Not really a fail, but it, you know what you were just talking about. I, uh, I, I like to post a lot of like, you know, just stuff on Facebook, just like <laughs> funny jokes and, and different, you know, opinions and stuff that a lot of people get mad at. Um, yeah. And this one dude that I went to high school with. Actually, I play music for a living, so I play all throughout Baltimore and like Fells, all the all the bars and stuff like that. So he went and uh, he hated me on Facebook, and he he must be some type of psycho or something. I don't know what the, I don't know what his deal is. He contacted every single venue I play at. Oh my goodness! And threatened that oh, if they keep if they continue to let me play there, that he'll protest the venues or something <laughs> like that. And uh, yeah, and he like he like he. Every venue that he contacted kind of like took my back on it. They were like, look, we followed Jimmy on Facebook. We think he's funny. I don't know what your fucking problem is. Blah, right. blah, blah. But one of them actually fired me. Really? So, yeah, yeah. A, a venue in Canton fired me. Oh, my so, goodness. And this happened just, this just happened in the past couple months. But it was like, it was exactly like the stuff that's all over the news. It right. was weird. I was like, did I just get canceled? Did I just get canceled on my very low level, like wow. non existent career that Wait. I have at the moment? Yeah. Jimmy, I don't want you to produce this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, I'm canceled, bro. But that's like, I mean, and that's like, and that's you just me. You post edgy shit online, though. Yeah, I, I mean, you know. I don't think you should be canceled for it. Exactly. But I have thought you were dumb at times. <laughs> like, scroll, and I'm like, okay, Jimmy. Yeah. And then sure. I keep scrolling. Well, I, have, I can tell you, I've been affected by somebody else's. So you, so, you know, you think if you, you know, when you brand yourself or, you know, for me, it's, it's been branded Chef Jerome Brown or Chef Rome. Uh-huh. And so there's this guy locally whose name is something Jay Brown. And so uh, apparently he made like this horrible a series of horrible dishes or at an event that just went like totally bad. Uh-huh. And, and so, so these ladies came to the event center where, um, where I'm the executive chef at and they wanted to give me a piece of their mind uh-huh. because they thought that I was that chef. Oh, right? mistaken identity. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good chance. Yeah, so I was, but unfortunately I was out of the country at the time, and someone said, ma'am, you got the wrong chef. That's not <laughs> Chef geez. Jerome Brown. Right, right. right. And it's like the names were so similar. that So it was just like, you know, I don't know who this guy is, but I'm looking for him. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> like, wow. Like, I wow. kind of had the opposite where I actually get people following me every now and then because they mistakenly think I'm Mark Marin because my name's Mike Moran. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that's very funny. I didn't laugh, but I want you to know I think that's very funny. <laughs> um, oh, Chef, it, were you contacted for the Fire Fest, perchance? No. Do you remember that fiasco? Oh, damn. I wish you were. No, that would be some I hot tea. Yeah, I, I definitely heard about it. And I'm so glad I did because I would be looking for somebody right now. Right. Did you know anyone that that uh, w- was uh, asked to join that? No, I, I didn't. I, okay. I really didn't. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like maybe they were kind of lying about the celebrity chef thing too. For that, like it was, you know, they said they were going to get celebrity chefs, but then they did that. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, probably because they know that celebrity chefs, we're going to want our money up front before we go sure. that far to do something like that. Right, right. Um, that's because of situations like this. Mm-hmm. So, Have you had any um, events that were just, you know, it wasn't your fail, but the event was a big fail? No, um, not at this level, because mm-hmm. most people... You know, they really put a lot of thought and time um, into the type of events that we do, like the inaugural balls and things like that. So the opportunity for fail is just, you know, non existent. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we got another uh, confession here, and I think this harkens back to our earlier theme of vomiting everywhere. Oh, I was missing that. Uh, We're coming back around full circle, (laughs) baby. Zachary Rogers from St. Petersburg, Florida says, I've been drinking 40s at the beach midsummer and ended up at some skating rink where I hooked up with a girl called a werewolf. (laughs) Yo, (laughs) he needs to chill. (laughs) This cannot go well. I was in the back of my friend's Buick Riviera with werewolf and my friend was in the front with his girlfriend. I then proceeded to vomit directly on werewolf. The smell was like hobo teeth. Hobo oh. teeth. <laughs> As we all know that smell. That's, uh, I actually have a hobo teeth air freshener in my car. <laughs> uh, then I drove over, I dove was? over the seat onto my friend's back with me looking up at the ceiling while he tried to fight me off while I was steady puking and we got into a fist fight in the parking lot. This was like 30 years ago, and to this day, no one in West Tampa, Florida, likes me. Oh, my God. Wow. Jesus Christ. I just want to say, Werewolf is perhaps the most unattractive name for a woman <laughs> I could ever met. Like, when he said that, I was like, oh, dude, I would have thrown up without even drinking, bro. That's gross. When you said the I, name Werewolf. I really want to see what she looks like. I, I really do. Oh. I can picture oh, it. Imagine what he looks like. I think she has dyed white hair. <laughs> Like you know when like someone like dyes their like cuts their hair with like the razor. Uh huh. Uh huh. She cuts her hair with the razor. I did that in eighth grade. I can tell she does that. This still. was thirty years ago though. I bet she had big puffy eighties hair. Ugh. True. Gross, dude. And a, Maybe like and a, a fanny pack. Right, a fanny pack. I bet she didn't shave. <laughs> oh, that was a given, dude. That was. <laughs> that was like hobo. And teeth. back in the eighties, well, back in the eighties, like when you didn't like. Like shave, that's like even like because now it's like now it's like oh you're a modern woman you're a feminist you don't right, shave it's right. kind of like dope. Well, the 80s they just did it because they were fucking lazy. In the 90s though, 90s and 2000s you had to shave. We're going right. back around where it's it's 50, I think it's 50 50. 70s and 80s like you clearly haven't watched much retro porn because they did oh, not true. do much shaving. True, true. Right. Well, was well there's a difference between then. there's a difference between like shaving here and like legs. I mean, yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That's because that's what I mean. Because I'm not talking about like I'm talking about oh, like yeah. leg right. and like. I would imagine she me. didn't uh, get the name werewolf for uh, anything other than probably not shaving. <laughs> yeah, what, what could possibly where could the name werewolf possibly come from? Maybe when the moon comes out, she changes. Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe she didn't shave under her arms or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm not like other also girls. maybe she's like a fr- like, like freak. Thriller. You know what I mean? Like what like what's like when like she's really like nice and dainty, but then like when you're like fucking her, she's like a werewolf. Uh, that could be it. Oh, that could crazy. be it. She howls. Maybe she howls. Ooh, yeah, she's maybe. a. There's like howl. a like like maybe she's just like animalistic in bed or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Crazy. There could be a lot of re- reasons. <laughs> if you're out there, werewolf, we would love to hear hear you defend yourself. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come be a guest, <laughs> werewolf. We want your side. 
I kind of doubt she's 52 with three kids and still goes by werewolf, though. Yeah. Uh, Mrs. Werewolf. <laughs> Mrs. Werewolf, uh, do you, can I have a fruit roll-up? And we now defer to Senator Werewolf for her opinion on... <laughs> on, on hobo teeth. Oh. On hobo teeth, yes. She has a book called On Hobo Teeth, written in calligraphy, A Woman's Guide to Werewolfism. <laughs> All right, Chef. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to uh, discuss or, or plug or talk about before we wrap it on up? Hey, man, listen, the only thing I want to tell people on a serious note, learn your blood type. Learn your blood type in case of an emergency. I that's it. Tra- that's my big campaign. Huh. A lot of people don't know their blood type. Well, that I came out of left field, but that's a good point. <laughs> to tell me my blood type. And they, they and won't that, tell you? They're like, oh, it's more complicated than like A, B, whatever. They're like, donate blood. You have good... And I'm like, just tell me what I am. <laughs> it's more fun when it's a mystery. <laughs> it keeps you coming back. I've asked so many doctors, and they're like, it's, we are telling I'm you. I'm not sure I know what mine is, honestly. I want to be like... You should know, man. You should know. A lot of people don't. <laughs> I do. That's, that's, right, right. <laughs> everything so yeah, yeah. what do you think i'd be if you had to guess? <laughs> <laughs> let me guess your blood so that's my favorite pickup line <laughs> <laughs> i bet werewolf knows her blood type. Yeah, yeah. what's your blood shape chef if you're a comfortable positive. what's that a positive a positive a plus baby that's gotta be the best one is that a rare one or is that standard are you special? No, it's a good one. Uh, most most people who are A positive or vegetarian. Okay. And, and 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 that's why. You know, it has a lot to do with the things that work well for our bodies oh, or work against our bodies in terms of gaining weight, losing weight, or maintaining. Interesting. Or having the ultimate um, great health for you as an individual. Right. Are you it's a vegetarian, Jerome? Say it again. Are you a vegetarian? No. Oh, no, but, try it out. But I heard it'd be good for your body. that I don't like. Okay. It's, That's... It's, it's weird. Like some days I'll just crave vegetables and, 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 and totally okay with just having just vegetables. Just vegetables. So. Interesting. That's Interesting. awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm type O, but I identify as A positive, so. They're strong. I'm trans blood. <laughs> I would say that I like to, like, I, this is such a narcissistic thing, but I always am kind of like, I hope I'm a special blood type. Oh, yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, I want to be unique. Sure. You know, like right, I want to be on the way. news like, this man has a rare blood type. You don't want average blood. Like, oh, what's my blood type? Like, uh, yeah, C minus. Yeah, yeah, that's not a blood type. No basic bitch blood <laughs> You're just my teacher. C minus. Let's just say if you were type O, right? Uh-huh. Let's say if you're type O and your girlfriend's boyfriend, spouse, whatever, needs blood and they're not, you can give that person blood. Yo, I'm with whereas, whereas, right. you know, type O can only receive blood from another O, but they're, they're the universal blood, so they can give blood to anyone that needs it. Wow. Yeah, and that would make me jealous if my girlfriend got blood from another dude. Right. That'd be <laughs> so <laughs> fucked up. That's that, 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 she'd have that over. She'd have that over my head. Oh, so, so you are like Phil's blood better than? <laughs> oh <mine>? yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, you were dying, babe. I've heard that one before. Okay, that's really cute. Okay. <laughs> Next time, maybe die when I'm around. Oh, you're experiencing extreme blood loss. <laughs> oh, so you have another you man's this. blood inside are his you? Are palates bigger than mine? <laughs> Do you think about him when we're fucking? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chef. This has been an excellent episode. Thank you so much for doing it. You got it, my man. Where can we find you on social media? On social media, Chef Jerome Brown. Okay. 
uh, on Instagram and Facebook. My um, my Twitter is Chef J Rome, and uh, and I answer everything. So okay, hit awesome. me up, and uh, I look forward to hearing from you. All right, well, thank you so much, Chef. Uh, thank you, Lily, for co-hosting. Thank, thank you, Jimmy, for producing. Chef Jerome Brown, this has been excellent. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work. Thank you, thank you, brother. All right, we'll talk Take to care. you later. Bye.